Thank you for joining us on the East of Maine Sports Media Podcast, where tonight we're going to have Thomas Women's Basketball Coach Jason Coleman joining us. And um, I wanted to let you know what we got coming up. Um, a, uh, this Saturday is State Championship Football uh, Saturday. We'll have uh, videos and interviews from uh, Lewiston, as we're going to have the uh, Class C and D game. We're going to be down there getting highlights for those. Uh, the video coverage is on HOU, but uh, we'll have plenty of highlights throughout the uh morning and afternoon as Foxcroft takes on Wells at 2.30 and uh, um, Oceanside takes on Levitt in the Class C game at 11 a.m. So join us for that. We'll have a basketball, high school basketball schedule posted within the next week or so, and uh, we'll have a, around 35 to 40 games there. So we're looking forward to that. But tonight we're looking forward to talking to uh, Coach Jason Coleman, a name that many know well around the area as a uh, has done uh, many roles, and right now his role is uh, the women's basketball coach at Th Thomas College. And um, Thomas has got off to a, a good start this season. They, they start off two and one, um, a nice win over the weekend over UMass Boston. And Jason, just talk about um, what you've seen from your team so far this um, the early season, and uh, and what what have you liked? Yeah, so we you know we've played three games so far. You know, started off with a win um, at home Wednesday night, and we hosted a tournament this weekend and. We were able to split, go 1-1 one -one on the weekend, which is great for us. We had a really big win against UMass Boston on Sunday. You know, and right now we're still trying to figure each other out personnel-wise. We have some returners from last year. We have a lot of new faces this year. Uh, we have some new assistants on the bench. So everyone's still learning um, each other's roles. And we're starting to mesh well together. And the, the positive thing is that they're really receptive to what we're trying to do right now. Yeah, and your two wins have uh, been close to contest. And, um, you know, is it good to see, you know, in the early season before conference play gets going, able to finish off those type of games? Yeah, we've been in two games uh, that we won by four points each. And both games came down to the, you know, possessions in the last minute. So it was nice for us to be able to finish it out with a win. But also, you know, non-conference games are, you know, it's what they are. They're non-conference games for a reason. So it's a chance for us to try different things. Uh, learn personnel, see what works, what doesn't work before we get into conference play. So to be able to do all that and still, you know, win the games is, you know, an added bonus. Yeah. And, um, you know, just in those late game situations, I mean, you know, that, how important is that to, you know, get get them used to, get, well, coaching staff and and them used to that, that in the early going. Yeah, it, it's huge, especially in, in the women's college game, right? So in the last minute, you can advance the ball in the front court after a timeout. You know, in high school, you can't do that. So the first time we do it in a game, it's, for our freshmen this year, it's it's completely new. So, you know, different concepts, you know, different ways to end the game, um, you know, strategy-wise and personnel-wise. You know, so it's really big for us to get these in-game experiences instead of just working on a practice every day. So it's nice to be able to do it against somebody else and see it all come to fruition. Um, we'll get back to your team again here in a second, but um, let's talk about you for a second. Um, you uh, coach many places. Uh, you, uh, AAU, you coach, you know, love of that in the past right and then you go Ordo high school um you were you were part of the UMaine staff for for a bit yep. um just talk about your history and what um kind of led you to Thomas yeah so after high school you know we I got into coaching when I was 20 um I actually injured my shoulder and had to end my playing career I had two surgeries in 10 months and got into coaching um my first high school coaching job um when I was 20 years old so you know ever since then I've really been coaching a lot of different places um Lived in Indiana for a couple of years. And when my wife and I, before we were married, we were living out there and got engaged. And after the, our wedding, we moved back to Maine. And that's when I took over at Ornell High School. Um, I was coaching in Indiana for a while. So that was nice to coach out there. Um, but we moved back in 2010, went to Ornell High School, um, had a 
great time there, coached three sports there, and then joined the staff at UMaine, um, which was a great experience. And then the opportunity presented itself to become a head coach at the college level um, at University of Maine Augusta. So I did that. And that led to the job at Thomas, you know, having that head coaching experience in college. Um, so we moved the family down. We were living in Orono, moved the family down last August. And, you know, we love it here. And, um, one of the positives about Thomas is everything that they said they would do, they have done at this point. Um, they've helped us build our program. You know, anything we've needed that we've asked for, they've honored it and they've gotten it for us. So, you know, it's a really good spot to be. The campus is growing. Um, we got a brand new sports complex that just opened. We have a new gym coming um, off the back of that. So there's a lot of positive momentum there athletically. You know, so it's, you know, we really enjoying ourselves. You know, the, my three boys love the area. They have close friends down here now. So, you know, it's really a good fit for us. Nice. And how did that experience at UMaine maybe help you in your head coaching career so far in college? Yeah, well, it just shows you the other side. You know, so I saw at that level how much goes into it. And the reality is at the Division three level, it's that and more, right? So you have to recruit without athletic scholarships. You have to do all the day-to-day -day operations at, at the Division One level. You have multiple people to help you do. Um, but it just helps, you know, understanding, you know, what it takes um, and, and how to get to that point and, you know, how valuable your time is and how organized and, you know, you have to be on a day-to-day -day basis so you don't get behind or you don't miss out on, you know, not only recruiting, but the day-to-day -day processes of running a college athletic program. Now, I've seen you coach plenty of games in the past and, and you know, recently on, on video and whatnot, but I know how good you are in-game coaching. But at the college level, it's, you know, obviously much more than that. You know, you're looking for talent. What are you looking for um, when you're recruiting? When you're, when you're, um, what are you looking for in a player and as a person? Yeah, so for, we recruit character first. Because um, what, what I've learned and what I've seen is if you have a high character, you know, student athlete, they're a lot easier to hold accountable. They're all easier to trust um, on the court, off the court, attending classes. So we recruit character first, uh, but then we we also recruit versatility. Um, I like, you know, players that can, you know, do more than one thing, right? So we don't want to handicap you to just being a point guard or just being a back to the basket player. So um, we like a lot of versatility. Um, so obviously it's character first. And then, you know, you have to have a skill set to be able to play at the next level, um, but also to fit what we do, what our concepts um, offensively and defensively where, you know, can you fit in in both of those, not just one of those. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, you know, at the college level, there's a lot more film and scout work, you know, everyone with the technology today, you know, you know, everybody's calls and plays before you even get there. So, you know, it really comes down to who can execute better and, you know, who makes the less mistakes in, in crunch time. Um, looking over your stats briefly a little bit earlier, uh, and, and obviously it's only three games so far in the season, but, but um, you have, from what I saw, you had nine players averaging um, around 14 minutes or more. Um, is that kind of, you know, kind of getting your rotation down here early in the season and, and kind of seeing what you have and try to get everybody plenty of minutes here early? Yeah, a lot, a lot of it is we're still trying to figure out our personnel, right? So, and the best way to do that is to get film against somebody else, right? We have our film every day when we practice, but to see how it translates against somebody else, see who plays well together, um, you know, who meshes well together and who doesn't, right? I mean, sometimes well, your best player might not mesh well with a, with a certain group of other players. So we got to find ways to, you know, give them their strengths with who's around them. So, you know, it's the feeling out process. And that's why we play a tough non-conference schedule. Um, and if we can, you know, steal a couple along the way, that's a bonus. And, um, you know, you got, you got a, a lot of 
local kid, large kids that you know we here used to be sports cover. Um, you know, and uh, it just seems like a lot of talent. You got a lot of local talent on your team, and and let's start with um, you know, kind of um, Kaylin Holly Lauren. Um, you know, great athletes at Penobscot Valley, and um, what do they what do they bring to the squad? So, I mean, their immediate contribution is their work ethic, right? I mean, their high school coach instilled that in them. You know, Nate does a really good job getting his his players and his, you know, student athletes to play really hard for him at all times. And, you know, they've really brought that with them. Um, there's a learning curve, which they're obviously going through right now. So it takes time to adjust to the speed, the strength, the physicality, you know, a bigger court, all those little things add up. But they're, you know, they show up every day. Their work ethic is, you know, really, really high. Um, and, and they have pretty good basketball IQs, which helps a lot. And um, another player from Mount View High School, Hannah Coolen, um, you know, she um, started for you last year. She's coming off the bench here early in the season, but um, she's averaging 10.3 points in only around 14 minutes, minutes a game. Um, what, what has she done to step up her game a little bit? Yeah, well, she's completely changed her roles. Um, you know, last year she, you know, was injured after our first game and missed a lot of time. So she really never got into, you know, a rhythm per se. Uh, but this year she's been coming off the bench the first couple of games for us and, you know, she's, she's offensively very gifted, you know, so she can do a lot of things. She can create space for others. And, you know, in our win over the weekend, you know, she made four foul shots last 20 seconds to ice the game for us. So she's really a tough nosed kid that, you know, isn't afraid to compete, um, but has a pretty good, you know, skill set where she can contribute, you know, inside or out. And you got, uh, you got a couple of Lawrence kids, um, Duan and, and Emily uh, Haggerty, um, one's a freshman, one's a sophomore. How, how do they fit into your club? Good. I mean, Emily was with us last year. Um, you know, like anything, you know, different people take on different roles. So we're still trying to figure out roles for some of them. Um, those are two that we're trying to still figure out. But, you know, again, they show up every day coming from a, you know, tradition rich program. You know, so they have a work ethic. They know what it takes to be successful. And, you know, they do the little things right. You know, so, again, it shows where they have played at and the coaching they've had coming up, you know, makes a big difference at this level. And you got a. Uh... Yeah, Chloe Labrie from uh, uh, Orono High School, a uh, uh, sophomore. Um, what about yeah, her? Um, Chloe's currently dealing with um, an injury. So she has um, she got hurt in the preseason, haven't been able to play yet this year. So we're hoping for some good news for her here in the next week or two. Yeah, and then um, MDI sophomore um, Al Alderman. Um, yeah, Elena, she... Elena's one of our captains. Um, she took on a, a bigger role towards the end of last season, and uh, she really committed herself this, this offseason and – you know, worked really hard, spent a lot of time in the gym, you know, and, and it shows her confidence is, you know, sky high right now. And, and she does all the little things for us. And like I said, she's one of our captains. Um, Samantha Porton from uh, Gray, she's a senior. Um, is she kind of looked at um, as one of the leaders, um, like one of the veteran yeah. leaders? Yeah, she, again, she's she's another one of our captains for a reason. Um, you know, she's a two, uh, dual, dual sport athlete. Uh, she's also a captain on the soccer team. You know, so she's kind of our glue player where, you know, she has the most experience, um, you know, returning. She's been, you know, a multiple year starter. You know, she started some this year. She's come off the bench some and she just, Sam shows up the same every day, whether she's starting or not. So it, it shows all the younger and newer players that we have, you know, how to show up every day. Yeah, we talked a lot about the local kids, but um, one kid that's not very local from Indiana uh, really uh, has led the way here early, early in the season, um, Sky. Yeah, so Sky's a, She's a junior college transfer. Um, so she's a junior um, from Indianapolis, you know, so the time I spent in Indiana was in Indianapolis. So there's a lot of, you know, mutual connection contacts there that helps, you know, point her our direction. But, 
just a really, really hard worker. Um, she's can be inside, outside, player on the perimeter, player inside, has a knack for, you know, rebounding, you know, getting the loose balls. Um, just a really solid, fundamentally sound basketball player that does a lot of the little things, but also willing to, you know, guard the other team's best player if need be. Oh, it takes a, it takes a while to build a program. And, um, you know, you guys struggled last year. And, and really, before you came, you know, the, the program struggled. What's it going to take to build this program where you, you would like it to be? Yeah, consistency, right? So I was hired, you know, May 1st of last year, you know, inherited four players. Um, and last year we were able to double the win total and raise our GPA by almost, you know, a quarter of a point. So it's just consistency and, you know, establishing your program. You know, so right now, you know, culture is a big tag word, um, but we're trying to establish ours. You know, we started last year, laid a great foundation and we're continuing to build on that, you know, not just each, you know, each week, but every day. So we're, you know, we, we work really hard at doing things the right way. So our, our one team rule is do the right thing. Um, you know, so, and, you know, people joke about that, but that's, if you do the right thing, everything else takes care of itself. So we're, we're working to build it, um, you know, and it's consistency, right? Consistency in your staff, consistency in your players coming back. So retention is really high, uh, which is another reason why we have a large roster this year is because we had so much, you know, such high percentage of retention from last year's team. So, we're heading in the right direction, but as you know, nothing happens overnight, you know, so it's a process, especially at the non-scholarship level where, you know, it's more than just playing the sports, right? A lot of other things go into it. So we're building day by day and hopefully heading in the right direction. Now you're in a tough, you're in a tough conference. Um, what, what are your, what are your expectations um, for, for your team this year? Yeah. So we just want to finish better than last year, right? So you can't, you know, a lot of times people set goals and then when, if you don't reach your goals, it seems like the whole season is lost. Right. So we, we don't do that. We don't want to say it's, you know, make it to the semifinals of the conference or it's a bad season. Well, you know, what if we go on a run and win 15 games and we get upset in the quarterfinals? Is that really a bad season? Right. So we just want to finish better than we did last year. Um, we missed the postseason last year by, you know, half a game or whatever it was. So we want to put ourselves in a position to finish better than we did last year out of conference and in conference. Now, as you mentioned, you kind of stepped in close to, but really for a college co coach, that's pretty close to the season, May, May 1st. Uh, how have the um, kids that have were there before you kind of taken to your style and your, your, your system? Yeah, they've been really receptive. Um, the positive thing about the student athletes we have is they all want to compete and they all want to win. Um, so they're willing to do and try anything. So that was, you know, a, a really big thing. Um, you know, is they really want to work hard and they want to be better and they want to be good. And I think they saw the change, you know, in the first practice of what they were accustomed to. Um, so now that's become the norm. Um, so it's been really, really good for us. Now looking at your schedule, uh, I looked at it last year too, and you you have a lot more lot more home games uh, leading up to the conference play. Um, you know, that's by design, how do you take it? Yeah, so, I mean, last year I inherited a schedule where we had 18 away games and seven home games. Um this year, since I was, you know, in place, I was able to do our own schedule. So we don't leave Waterville for the month of November, and we only go to Prescott the first semester. So that was kind of by design um, to keep us home, you know, let us develop, let us grow at home and not worry about the other distractions on the road. But then end of the first semester, we actually go to Florida for a week. Uh, we're, we're going to play two games down in Daytona Beach. So, you know, our schedule is more beneficial this year um, because we're at home more, but it's also pretty balanced where we have a good, you know, an opportunity to be competitive. Um, 
you know, some of our games were outmatched, you know, and some of them we have a chance to win and some of them were the favorite. So I try to balance it out as much as we could um, to really get us ready for conference play. Yeah, that trip to um, Daytona, I, you know, a lot, you know, obviously you want to compete and compete well, but a lot of that uh, teams try to get the bond in and stuff. Is that kind of what you're hoping for too? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have players from all over. Um, you know, one of our better players has been out with an injury, hoping she gets back this week, uh, which will be a big boost for us. Um, but we have players from all over. We have players from West Virginia to Waco, Texas, Indianapolis, Columbus, Ohio. You know, we're all over the place. So their families are going to come too. So it's not only a chance for us to bond and, and grow, but also for our parents and families to meet each other and, you know, get to know who their children are hanging out with all the time. And so it's really good experience for us. You know, we'll go down there and play two games. Uh, we're playing two schools from Pennsylvania, you know, but we're also, we'll spend a day, you know, probably going to Bush Gardens as a team and you're doing a lot of fun stuff before we go home for two weeks. So we're really looking forward to it. Nice. Before we, um, and let's look at a few of your upcoming games. Uh, what, what do you, um, your next games are uh, Babson um, on Saturday. What do, what do you kind of um, see in them? Yeah, Babson's very good. I mean, they're historically very good. I believe this year they're preseason number 13 in the country. You know, so that's, again, we, we're challenging ourselves out of the conference, right? So, but we also have to be realistic with our expectations. You know, so we're playing that game to get better and compete and, and play a superior opponent right now. Um, so we're looking forward to that challenge. They're extremely well, you know, well-versed, well-coached. Um, again, they're number 13 preseason in the country for a reason. You know, so that'll be a, a very, very tough game for us. But we're going to treat like every other game. We'll have our scout reports, we'll have our game plan, and we'll we'll go in and and try to leave the day better than when we started. And um, I think I see this right. Your, your first conference game is um, early January against Maine Maritime. Is that your – No, we actually game? play um, – we go to Umpy, I believe, December 5th. Okay. Um, yep. So we have Umpy December fifth, and then we'll host um, Linden, I believe, the ninth and the tenth of December. So we're actually get three, three conference games this semester. Um, so that's why we're playing this heavy schedule early on to get us ready for those conference games. Um, before we end, uh, Jason, anything else you want to say about your team and uh, and you know what you what are you looking forward to? Yeah, I'm just really excited. They're like I say, it's a it's a large group of young women that are really wanting to get better at basketball. Um, they're working on their own. They're working with us. You know, they're supporting one another. Um, a lot of their players' roles have changed, um, some for the better, some not as much. But they've all accepted it, and they're they're working hard as a group. You know, so it's really fun to show up every day and know we're going to get energy in practice. It's going to be high energy. We're going to compete against each other. So that part's been really fun. Um, if you're okay, I'll give a quick plug. All of our home games are on WHOU this year, and any Thomas event is free, so you don't need a subscription um, but all of our home games, men and women, are on WHOU um, all year. So that's a nice little perk for us. You know, Thomas has a sponsorship with them, so our games are free, no purchase required. So, yeah, and I uh, caught, caught a little bit of some of your games over the weekend, and um, you know, yeah. good to see. And, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, people t take advantage of that and check that out. And uh, I want to thank you um, for joining me um, tonight. And uh, you know, uh, maybe later on the season, once you get a conference play in January or something, we can catch up and, and talk again. Absolutely. Always appreciate what you guys do for us. Thank All you. Right, thank